welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I am your host, Susie Meister, and I'm here with Sarah Rice, and we are in a silly mood today, so I have no idea what's going to happen, but we're glad you're here. Um, we're glad you're listening, and here's what I wanted to, to say before we begin. Sarah, say hi. Hi there. She's texting. <laughs> um, no, no. You can keep texting. A I friend from the to, challenge. I just wanted them to know you were in the room. I am. I'm here. I wanted to emphasize to our listeners that mm-hmm. we need you guys. If you like our show, please tell your friends. Yeah. If people, you know, like podcasts and you think they would like it, just tell. If us. they even don't think they like podcasts, let me tell you. People don't know they like podcasts until they're driving in the car and stuck in traffic and want something to zone out to. And they're like, hey, these ladies are hilarious. And we gave such a hard time to a clear glimmer a few weeks ago about her rate review. She's my favorite. So I wanted to tell you that I appreciate all of you that have since left five star reviews. Um, Let's read some of them. Okay. So what do you got for me? Yes, I will. So the one says... I love Sarah and Susie from the challenges, but this podcast makes me love them so much more. Whether they're talking about words, the weird and wacky, or challenge tidbits, um, the podcast is addictive. Five stars. Thank you, Five Girl stars. 89. Thank you, Girl 89. Uh, Camilla Matheny, I'm, I hope I'm saying that right, says, I love your guys' podcast. I love that we get two episodes a week and that you guys are always super good with your topics. I don't normally agree with everything, but I love listening to you both. We like that. That's the, that, hello, that's the, is we want people who don't agree with, because guess what? Anybody who wants to, wants to, I don't know, preach their ideals should be open enough to learning new things or hearing another person's perspective. And I will always take with open arms anybody's alternative ideas. Like if you think that, that you disagree with something, we're open. I can be sweat like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, absolutely. We're kind of doing what she says right now because she said Susie has a calm to her voice and Sarah is just a little firecracker. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Bex82500 says that we are the reason that that person is into podcast now. And they, oh. they also would, uh, liked our episode with Kahada. And I have good news for you because today's episode is just about cold calls we have no idea if anyone's even going to answer I, I do i have one on the on the, on line. the line i told her i'm gonna call her i'm so excited about this okay good i feel like i shouldn't say who it is until i call her all right well here's what you have to do you have to put okay. your phone in here okay and i just told her that i was gonna call her now so now you know it's a female i tried to get kara but she says oh, she's busy. she said yeah sure thing i'm so excited okay, okay. Here All we right, go. this is going to be interesting. This could be a total train wreck because we it's actually not be a train well, not wreck. with this person. I mean, but the episode because we don't know who's going to answer. And who's we gonna... don't know who's going to answer. Oh, should I turn my volume up? How's that go? It's Why good. don't I hear it? Do you hear it? I hear it. I don't hear it. Hey, Sarah. <gasps> Carl. Hello. How are you? <laughs> what is up, my lady? Oh my gosh, you? I miss you so much. Hi, Carl Maria. <laughs> this is Susie. <laughs> Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. This is Cold Calling Cara. <laughs> cool. Do you feel like uh, this is stressful because we didn't give you much warning? No, I don't care. I was just playing with a dog. I was on break between shifts at my work, so I'm heading Car- back to work now. But this is you cool. have the best life. What does she do? You train horses? I follow. I watch her like 
like oh, i just live i know sarah's she's just riding horses and like <laughs> kickboxing and just living the life and has animals my favorite video you posted recently was when you were training one of the horses and the little kitty cat came and tried to attack the little thing you were using yeah. do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah it's all animals <laughs> see all how animals much i love you <laughs> tell me about your life um well, what were you doing when you post challenge win? She's well, the <laughs> reigning champion. Oh yes, congratulations! Thanks. Um, I want to know what your life was like before you went on the show. Um, life was like before the show. Yeah. What did, What were you up to, and what was your jam? Like before the challenges ever happened in my yeah. life, or yeah. um, I was. What was I doing? Well, I was living in L.A., and I was going through that lesbian rock and roll pirate phase. Oh, I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't experienced that at all. So, you know, I feel like I've gone through a lot of phases, but every at every point in my life, that's who I was at the time. And then I just kind of just changed like we all do. Lady Gaga's gone through her phases. Let me tell you something, Cara. weirdo <laughs> i'm just sensing by how we're talking about this that i would imagine that people give you a hard time about that about what about like changing your phases or being a, or like going through you know who i know loves to call you out on that is johnny who thinks that he's like you know has the right to do all that but let me tell you from a psychology background people mm-hmm. who try on many different hats are far more self-aware they're far mm-hmm. more they because because you can't it's like one of those don't knock it till you tried it they tend to be more understanding of other people they can mm-hmm. see things from other people's perspectives they so all those things that like you know those are good it's absolutely good to go through those phases you know yourself when you've tried on many hats and you won't have a nervous breakdown when you're 40 because you've already gone th- I mean, tried on I many hats it's normal that you know i mean not what's normal nowadays but like i think everybody typically is not the same person they were at 21 that they are at 30 i mean you go through changes so when i first started you know i've gone through my phases of i love pink Everything has to be pink. That was college. Then I rebelled from Catholic school, and then everything was, you know, latex pirates and lesbians. And then <laughs> I just, you know, I just go through it. And it's like every at every point in my life, that's who I am at the time. And I'll still always be that weirdo. So it's not fake at all. It's who I am. But it's just I'm just changing as I go. And now I'm just that Montana horseback riding kickboxer. <laughs> I love wow, it. So eclectic. So eclectic. How do you feel um, since Bloodlines aired? How is your life different or better or worse? I mean, yours was hard because you had to kind of air out your whole relationship on there. That is like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm you sure know, you've been asked about this a million times, but. Well, I mean, uh, me and Abram were going through a lot of problems before I left on the show, we've had ups and downs throughout our five years of being together. We've broken up with each other a million times and got back together. There's, you know, his good qualities are so sexy and so attractive that I, you know, will always want to come back. But then there's those times where that times that there's certain things in relationships that you shouldn't 
that are not okay. And I'll right. leave it there. There's certain things that are just not okay. Nobody knows my private life at all. Um, I could say when things are really good, it makes me, I, I go on a high, and I want to ride that high and stay there. Like, oh, yeah, things are good. Things can stay good. Let's move in together. Let's be together. Like, let's, you know, it's good. But, you know, then that inevitable uh, not good will happen. And, you know, nobody, what I did was completely wrong. It's not who I want to show who I am to fans who are like, you know, we look up to you. Hey, I'm with you. I'm on your side. Just like (laughs) I'm in your corner because I don't think (laughs) if you ask me, you didn't really do anything wrong. I think nobody knows that circumstance and I can kind of read into a little more of like what was happening just because I know your background a little more. That was almost like a a self-protection move because... I sabotaged. I self-sabotaged. Because that was the safest thing you could do to get out of the situation you were in. Oh, boy. If you really want to know what I think, you fully (laughs) fell into the cycle of abuse of somebody who is kind of abusive in a relationship. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, I've been I've been going to a therapist, um, and there's just a lot of things that nobody will ever know that has happened in my life. Well, they have known. I've told my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, the hardest part is I can, I can hear things from people who see things who don't even know me, who've seen things and pointed things out, and... You know, every, there's a lot of things going on, but it's hard for me to accept certain things because I'll make so many excuses and I will, you know, justify behaviors that are not okay. And, I, you know, I still, I still, I still love them. I still, because right, you care about the really, person, of course. Yeah, it's really, it's really hard. But basically, bottom line is, I have people like, why don't you just break up with him before the show, you know? And I'm like, well, we, we, it's like you can't. It's easier, said, you know than, it's easier like, said than done. They don't know anything about romantic fusion and like what happens when two, when two people really do become fused as one. Like that is easier said than done. And we have, like I, I've tried to break up with them, but it would be that, you know, if he's like, I want a girl that's like this and I want to be with a girl that's more like this. Like I would get a lot of that. I always felt like I was kind of at the principal's office and I was mm. in trouble and it would be like, you know, why are you more like this? Or why don't you do this? Or I wish you were more like this. And I, you know, and I'd be like, all right, well, if you don't want to be with me, then fine, just leave me, just leave me. And he'd be like, well, why don't you go back to Boston? It would be stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So I would go to leave and then I'd be like, see, you never really cared about me. You're just leaving. Yeah. You know what that is? It's totally manipulating. That's manipulating. And then I'd come back. (laughs) It was a lot of push and pull and push and pull and push and pull and push and pull. It's mentally... It's just, and I want to be with him so bad. Like, I want him to be the good parts that I've had with him because they're so amazing. Like, the artistic in bed, he's just unbeatable. Like, he is just absolutely. Yeah, the crazy ones always are. I know. What's with that? What is the deal with that? 
but there are I have to face the fact that I was I was unhappy, he was unhappy mm-hmm. and unfortunately, you know, we weren't we sh- we can't be together right now. Well, and you don't ever want to feel those feelings of of I'm not enough and I'm an inadequate because the person who will cherish you and to love you with you and who will be able to build the rest of your life with you if you cho- so choose for that mm-hmm. will accept you 100% who you are and encourage yeah. you to be more of who you are and not what you aren't even if wh- whether you love I mean some of the things that my husband loves about me are also the things that drive him nuts about me like like mm-hmm. drive him crazy like oh my god she leaves her art supplies everywhere but he also likes that I'm artistic so artists. it's like I you you kind of have to, you know, this is what you get and you accept the whole thing. And if anybody doesn't do that, abandon relationship. So and it's, it's, you gotta say like, it wasn't all, there was so many good, you know, like you could be in a relationship that's not right for you. You can ignore a lot of red flags, but like the fact is if it was all bad, you wouldn't stay. So you stay hoping for more good times. It's like a gamble. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my my therapist said, you were gambling. You just kept putting your coins in, and every now and then it would pay off. Yeah, and then well, you know wouldn't. And you know, as you know, in what I'm I'm studying, uh, I, and I don't know if you go know this, but I'm going to school to get my master's in marriage and family therapy. So we spend a lot of time oh. looking at things like this, and. That's awesome. One of the reasons that women often, and men even, stay in relationships like that is there's this hope for the future. Like the hope yeah. is what keeps anything alive. And like the hope yeah. of like seeing through, that's kind of like, they call it like the beauty and the beast fantasy, mm-hmm. like romantic fantasy, where like you two are, and not you two, like you and Abram, like I'm talking mm-hmm. you two, like hypothetical relationship. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're connected because you're uh, different. Like you're, you know, somebody labeled you as being, uh, you know, a wounded puppies, and now you're like connected because you're you're unique, or because you're different, or because you're like the 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 people who were outcasts or whatever. So you misfit connect on toys. that. The misfits, like mm-hmm. it's like we're kindred, we're kindred spirits in that we're both broken and we're both abused. So people will connect on that. And then there's this whole, like, I'm the only one who can really fix them. And like, if, if, if like I can see the best side of them so I can fix them and I can help them like help show the best sides of them, but nobody can really fix anybody else. And nobody should be responsible for bringing out those sides in somebody else. So we get trapped in this, like, cycle of this romantic fantasy because the good times are so good but match with that the bad times are so bad and you can remember all those good and you want to be the one to rescue them it's just like this cycle that is very difficult to get out of i'm sure that a lot of people are listening and nodding their heads because this is a familiar relationship paradigm right yep but at any rate where are you single now what's your deal single i'm sure he's already been down the line of i i know the last time i talked to him and we haven't in a while he's already he's he's racking up the numbers listen <laughs> Cumbria, if any if nobody else has told quick. you this already you're so brave you're very brave and you're very 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 strong and i just want to let you know that i recognize that and i see the difficult situation you're in and i 
want to applaud you for being so strong because I can only imagine how bad it was when all of this gets aired out on television. So you have my support forever and for always in every decision that you made. And you're very, very strong. I I know that like a hundred percent my actions were wrong in being a relationship and I don't like the way I acted at all. So I'll never justify that, but it's definitely hard to hear from people. You know, some people see things without even knowing, which blew my mind. And then others, you know, just judged based on, you know, I'm a, I'm a cheating whore, a horrible person. And it's like, what I did was wrong. Yeah, but you have no idea. No idea. You know, you don't know my relationship. Yeah. So, and I can say we'll I was there the nights where you first hooked up. And I had to listen to every single little bit of it. So I was there since day one. Wow. You I were. <laughs> well, I hope that you find somebody who loves you as you are, because quite frankly, I've never met you, but people come to me and are like, can you hook me up with Cara Maria? I'm like, oh God. Like, like you, your people love you. I love her. I mean, Aww, you're a dynamo, dear. so don't forget it, man. And she's Thank she's you. holding it down for tough chicks, yeah, which I always love. So fuck boys, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not. I am currently not fucking boys. <laughs> That's great. Okay, Write that one maybe, down as a line. Maybe I need to go back to my lesbian phase for like hey, a minute. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first of his exes to do that. You know, yeah, there you go. Right? Oh, that's true. (laughs) Good Um, one. What else do people ask you before we go? What are people going to be mad if we don't ask you? Or what do you want to tell people? That they maybe ask a bunch of questions about your relationship but don't ask you about anything else? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty cool seeing people that are, you know, just – hanging tough and they're like i've been a fan since day one and i'm still a fan and i i just i just appreciate people who just don't judge by the outside and realize there's always more to a story and those yeah. people have just been faithful and they're proud and they're happy and i'm thankful for that and i just gotta say i'm human i make mistakes and you know you can't be perfect and i've gone through my phase of being edited as you know a good girl i had the good girl edit the underdog edit and then you know, I got the not so great edit, but every action is my own, so I take responsibility for that. And hopefully, if if I do another one, which I'd be open to, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll try to, I, I'll try to be better. I guess. Oh man. <laughs> well, I think you're doing everything right, and I love you to pieces. And I'm Thank so you. happy that you are so quick to respond to my text message, <laughs> and that I had your number saved to my phone. You- so. You hit me at literally just the perfect time. Oh, it was meant, it was to, meant be. to be. I love that. Thank you for coming on the Brain Candy Podcast. We love you. Thank you. How are how are you guys doing, by the way? <laughs> oh, you're so, she's so nice. We're great. We're just sitting here interviewing well, people, you know. I need to be friends with you, though. So can you come out here into L.A. and hang out with us and drink wine? Do you drink I- wine? Oh, my God. I would love to. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let's make this a reality. Oh, you can come on live. It would be great. Yeah. I will, I'll text you because if I do end up coming to L.A., I'll, uh, I'll send you guys a text. It'd be nice to actually meet the legendary Susie anyways. The original <laughs> <badass>. <laughs> legendary. Right. I love it. I love I the lie. Oh, God. No, I've, I've heard and I've saw. I've seen oh my God. Whatever the heck. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I can't wait to meet. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. All right. Have Bye. fun at work. We'll talk to you later. I will. Catch Bye. you later. <laughs>
Bye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Well, she's a delight. Oh, I love that. What do you want to unpack from that episode? Or oh that my little gosh. thing? This I mean, can lead us in a million to one conversations because as somebody who is now well-versed in domestic violence and affairs and relationships, which is oh what, God. thank you very much. I got a 95% on my midterm people. <laughs> no, she's school a, midterm, she so, won't quit talking uh, about it. <laughs> now I can, uh, you well, know. He- I know Abram. I don't know Cara Maria, but I know Abram. And, um, you know, he's very intense, very uh, volatile. Yes. Very, but super charming, super attractive. And, you know, it's very violent profile. It's very disturbing because she made such a good point when she said, you don't stay when nothing's good. You stay because there are good times yes. and you like those and you want them all the time. Oh my God. I know it's there, textbook. It's, Everything she said was textbook. I mean, I, because I, and I, I you know, <sighs> of course, Susie, you've heard all about this, but this is no joke. What I, I textbook, when I mean textbook, I mean, I literally have that textbook in my car and I can, hi- I <laughs> yeah. have that highlight, the passage highlighted. Like, I really, okay. really mean that. Well, here's the thing, because she's not on the, on the horn anymore, so I don't want to talk too much about it, but I want, want to know, what's the best way to help a friend mm. or yourself if mm-hmm. you see somebody that's in this situation? Okay, so here are the things that, the, the mistakes that people often make that are very damaging to the people caught in an abusive relationship. And this, a lot of times people don't know that an, what an abusive relationship really looks like or what it is, because sometimes people just think of the woman walking around with a black eye, but that's not always it. It could be psychological, it could be sexual, it could be physical, and it happens on a continuum. So people don't know that that somebody going so far as to hold your cell phone hostage or block an exit, that is the beginning stages of of violence though that is not okay that's somebody really like holding you hostage like you that's somebody denying you a freedom that you have the right to and that is never ever ever okay so there are a lot of reasons why women often stay trapped in those relationships and sometimes it well it comes from like i said before uh or i mentioned to cara is uh, there's this beauty and the beast thing. Like I need to rescue him and, and nobody else will be able to save him but me. And a lot of times they, the other partner goes too far as to build up that ideal and like 
gives the whole like I'm no one without you and if you if you don't you know if you're not with me or it's us against the world or like the Romeo and Juliet kind of idea like nobody wants us to be together and we're just staying together to you know despite all odds and that is very attractive to somebody who has maybe experienced you know tumultuous For whom it's relationships familiar too yeah. yes yeah and that could be and the other thing that's very 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 damaging that families and friends do is that they don't talk about what's going on and they ignore the violence. And by ignoring violence, what you're doing is you're permitting it and you're allowing it. And if you're a family, say you are a family member of somebody who you don't really believe is being treated well by their significant other and you ignore that, you're empowering that, that or not really empowering, you're, you're telling that, that, person who's the victim to stay in that relationship and almost defining them by that relationship. Like you're, you're, you're telling them by not telling them you're so strong for staying in that relationship and you're Mm -hmm. making their identity that of somebody who survives a volatile relationship. Like Cara Maria right now, like she, we didn't even have to prompt her on what, what we were talking about. And she said, look, I made a lot of, you know, I, I made a lot of mistakes that I made. We didn't even say that she made any mistakes. And yeah. she, because there's that already, you know, they like put that on themselves and, oh God. We're going to move on. Okay. It's freaking textbook though. This is supposed to be cold calling, Sarah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to help out people who could be in the, what about, but cause what about Kellyanne? Would oh, she answer? She would answer. Do you have her number? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's call Kellyanne. Oh my God. Oh, she would totally edit. This, this is kind of so horrible fun. to do, though, because we're like sometimes we plan ahead where at least people know that we might be calling. It's not a true cold call. Cara Maria said that she oh had so much fun talking to us, and it was pretty cool to hear that. And she loves psychology, and she's getting her BA in psychology too, which is awesome. And she said, definitely a wine and girls talk night. So I would love I'm to in. hang out with her. And she said, I'm growing up. I love uh, it. Okay, and you I'll are, and we love you, Kara, and you're so strong. I'm going to get rid of a friend just so I can be friends with her. Yeah, you got to. Because I'm tapped out. All, All right, right. Tap out. So Let's get her try Kellyanne. Wait, I'm nervous. Why? Because Kelly what she's like, I, why are you calling me? Well, it'll be fine. I'll, I'll talk to sure? her. Are you sure? You do it, okay? Just do it. I'll just talk to her. Oh, my God. Which one? Uh, there's two numbers here. Ooh. Which one is hers? You tell me. This is so funny. Mm. I haven't talked to Kellyanne in five years. Do I have her number in Literally phone? five years. Kelly. Oh, I do. Uh, oh, I have two numbers for her, too. Okay. Which one did she respond? Oh, no, I don't have I'll anything. go with this one. Just try it out. What could, this what could, could go be wrong? S- a lot of things could go wrong. Oh, you know what it is? It's the 215. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like giving out her number on the air. Oh, here we go. I'm scared. Why? I don't like this. I do. We'll tell her that we just watched an episode of The Ruins. Okay. Because we did. She's going to be like, what? She's going to think it's a pocket She's not going to answer. We'll leave a message. I would never answer a weirdo number. Would you? No, but she would. <laughs> That's true. Hi, you've reached Kellyanne. They can leave me a voicemail or text. I don't want to get my missed calls. Okay, She's Sarah, you even cute on our answering machine. Do it. Kellyanne, this is Sarah Rice calling. I miss you so much. And Susie Meister. And Susie Meister, my friend. We 
thought we'd give you a call because I happen to be filming an episode of my podcast right now, and we really wanted you to come on as a guest because I miss chatting with you. And we're we doing had... a cold call segment. Cold cold call segment. Well, we just watched an episode, a past episode of The Ruins, and the one where it was, I believe, your birthday, and, and you we were, were wearing your birthday you. suit. All and right, I, I just well, miss you. call us back. Bye, bye. <laughs> Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. See, cold call, you never know. Never know. But that was the right number for her. I guess so. I it's know. Like, we got her. <laughs> she sounded adorable she in that does. answering machine. She's like, and then message because sometimes I don't get my first mail. Like, oh, God. See, like, I do that and people are like, liar. Why? Uh, you want to call TJ? TJ? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's do it. <gasps> no yes what the hell? do it do what it, is he do, gonna it. Do. do it what's he gonna do not answer we're calling you TJ. have to talk to him though <laughs> this is the best guys we're cool calling tj lavin here he has no idea we're calling him <laughs> he's gonna not answer i love how I'm my so number nervous. comes up and no one answers when your number comes up everyone answers i have tj's number too see you could have called that would have been better I'm scared now. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> this Come is on. horrible. Episode. I feel like he's gonna vote me into like the dome or something. <laughs> he's gonna be like, Remember Sarah when and I went as TJ for Halloween? <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an oh, automated voice generic answering machine. Seven. Oh, I gotta hang up. You gotta, you gotta okay. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want up. you guys to get his phone number. Uh, um, all right, TJ's. Well, if you have out. the first number, you can guess the last. Yeah. <laughs> Last eight. Good liar. Nine. Good luck, people. All right. Well, I don't know why this is so stressful. What? Who are we going to call? Just, it's really funny to look look through my phone and see whose numbers I have. Do you have I your phone separated? Nadia Comaneci. Who? The Olympian. You have her in your phone? <laughs> she was on my old podcast and I put her number in my phone. Who's the most famous person you have in your phone? Probably me. Oh. There's a lot of people. Tell me! Oh my god, this is real fun. For Um, those of you who don't know, Susie is a uh, media slut. I was like, what's she going to say? She Um, likes to whore herself out to anybody who's listening to will come on our podcast. Thank God she does, because I don't. (laughs) I have Hugh Hefner. Oh, that's huge! This is fun. Who's in your phone? I'm trying to think. I'm looking right now because I have... I have it like organized. Oh Jesus! By, it's by color. Well, yeah, because my, my I have apps synesthesia. Are and... By color, <laughs> yes, the, my apps are organized by color. I don't know why that's so hard for anybody to believe. Uh-oh. It makes logical sense. Uh, I have an MTV people. Like, oh my god! But it's a surprisingly small amount of people who are. Oh, there we go. Uh, you know, I got like the huge like Chet and. Uh, Tyler Duckworth, he's real funny. Um, you know, Kellyanne, who we went over. I have Carrot Top. I got Susie Meister. Carrot Top! <sighs> I love that guy. He was on my show, too. He's great. I bet he's so... Is he funny in real life? He's, um... He's very funny, but, um, so smart. Oh, I'm sure he's smart. His dad worked for NASA. I think I told you that. No, you didn't. Yeah, his dad worked for NASA. That's awesome. And it's interesting because if you think about what a prop comic does, it's just engineer. I was just going to say that the kind of mind it takes to be creative and create the things that he does, that's an engineer's brain. Yeah. And he's got that. Mm -hmm. He's an interesting character. Um, Because you would think, because he has this like 
bright red hair that looks like a clown. Well, I had a big thing for redheads when I was in uh, junior high to high school. Did you are you are you attracted to Carrot Top? I mean, I haven't met him in person. Well, he's very charming, as you might suspect. Anybody that can have a nightly show in Las Vegas has to be. I mean, very he's charming. really stood the test of time too. Yeah, like, he has been in this business for thirty years. So long. Yeah. He's what's fascinating to me is he won Comedian of the Year in gosh, it must have been nineteen ninety one or so. And he beat out Bill Hicks, who's this very um yeah, high, know Bill you know, Hicks. existential comedian, very um philosophical, um academic. Mm-hmm. And Caratop is the opposite of that. So the com- comedian community was so mad that Caratop oh, no. won and Bill lost and that like they just resent him because he makes tons of money by appealing to like, you know, red America, you know, kind of like, you know the, what I think that is, what? is so I get a hard time because I'm an adult who likes cartoons and Landon's always like, mm, that yeah. movie's a cartoon. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, you haven't given it a chance and all you have to do is get in touch with a little bit more of your fun and playful side to find it interesting. And you can't tell me that, you know, movies like Toy Story and Inside Out are not just as good, if not better, than a lot of, you know, live action movies or things that were nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I just think it was. But because it's a cartoon, people dismiss it because it's like, oh, well, if we're going to like play and have fun, it's, you know, silly. Like, I disagree. Well, I think that gives our our mind a break. And sometimes it feels good to just laugh at fart jokes. What if we called Abram right now? oh my god we have to okay well what would you say though keep in mind you've had some wine so what would you say a sober okay 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 i well because what would you say would you say you're an abuser no no because that would be no because you know why i would not say that because i would never want to put cara maria into a situation that was and i'm not saying he is i have no idea what no i would ask uh i would ask abram I don't know about, you know, would right, he go back and do another show? How him. was it for him? Would she be mad, though, if we called him? I don't want to make her upset. I don't either. Okay, well, we'll skip it. I'm on her side anyway. I'm with her. I'm hashtag, totally, I'm hashtag with her. I'm with her. Oh, hashtag I'm with her. Hashtag. In all caps. Wait, did we say we'll try Camilla? Oh, let's try Camilla. Okay. Wait, should I call her or you? Uh, I'll give her a heads up on my phone. Well, you know, you're not going to be happy with this, Susie. Guess what my battery is. Oh, for at. God's sake. Guess. What? One. Yeah, 1%. You are the worst human on earth. It says 1%. You make me sick. We just did a phone call. It could have cut out. I, Look, I I'm know, picking my 4%. face because I'm so upset about this. <laughs> Let's take a break from cold calling for a minute and talk about something we both like, which is looking adorable. Ugh, I thought you were going to say ice cream. <laughs> No, but if you had some ice cream and you were going to go work out, you'd want to look adorable when you did it, right? Heck yes. So you guys should go to fabletics.com slash candy because we love these adorable athleisure outfits and we want you to try it and you can for 25 bucks. That's such a deal. A whole outfit with free shipping. Oh, let me just say one of our listeners my god did you see those pants she put up so cute they're so cute on uh, they're adorable they're these floral print plant 
help. Get it together. I know. <laughs> Floral print pants. That's hard to say, Tintin. Her name is Jessica. Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica looked so cute in them, and she is rocking all of her brain candy uh, discount. Code there is another wear. one that pe- there were two pictures and they had similar pants and they both looked so cute and the one had her daughter on her shoulders. Oh my god! And she said twenty five pound weight not included. <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> That's real cute. Um, these so are- they went to brain can- or fabletics dot com slash candy candy. And what's cool is these are super high quality um, clothes, but the price is right because it's a subscription service, so you don't have to pay those luxury prices, but you get the luxury quality so check that out fabletics.com slash candy and put a picture up online of you wearing them and we'll talk about you we'll flatter you we will we'll tell you how good you look because you do okay i guess we better get back to this cold call let's just call her let's try worst case scenario it goes to the answering machine i'll text her but i didn't get back so okay here we go calling it's real dramatic calling mobile (laughs) she's hard to reach why don't i hear it the number you dialed is not a working number. Okay, well, it looks like I have Camille's old number, which is... Uh, Wait a minute. Or she didn't, she didn't pay her phone bill. Back to me. She paid her phone bill. She's like won a challenge recently or like is a while Is this the back. number you had? Let me check. I mean, mine's probably older than yours. Oh, no, a... it's not. We should try that There's one. There's no way this is her because I met her back on the spring break challenge when she was just some random kid on this right. show. I was her coach. Okay, let me send her. I'll send her a little message on Twitter and see if she'll give me her phone number. If I have, um, wait, it'd be funny if it was a wrong number though. Give me that. <laughs> give me that call. Oh, you just want to call and <laughs> yeah, see whose number it is? You have to talk because I'm nervous. <laughs> look at look at your face right now. Oh, no, here's what why. if like it's somebody that then you've met you before named Camilla. <laughs> And like, it's not. It's not. Okay, well, it's let's just her, try, man. It's probably not her number anymore. So some rando is going to answer. I'm, I'm going to say, is this is this the Camilla from uh, the Spring Break Challenge? American? Yeah, do like, it. No. Do it. Oh my god, I'm so nervous, Susie. Why are you making me do this? I'll hang up. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Get no, ready. no, right. Get ready. Okay. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. I'm so nervous. It might be her. I hate. Phone calls. Too. Uh, sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Oh, for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. I hate everyone today. Really? Are you having one of those days? I mean, yeah. What's a girl going to do to make a decent podcast? <laughs> Cold calling episode. It's really because nobody answers their phone anymore. So We've true. talked about that in past episodes, how nobody answers their phone. Well, Kellyanne did call me back. Should we try her? Yeah, man. I mean, she's a hoot. I like her. Let me give it a whirl. I'm sorry for all this dead space people. Yeah. I mean, let's try. Here we go. Um, okay, Kellyanne. Man. Wait, is it this bottom one? Sure, right, give it a right, try. What the heck? We already know if, you know, we can always hang up. Let's and hear what she's that. up to. I told her we were calling her. Great. This is going to be like a ruins reunion. Yes, it is. That was the last time all of us saw each other. Why does everyone hate us? Hate is a real strong and word. I thought you were going to say us. Oh. It's your phone, Sus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you reached Kellyanne. Gosh darn it. Oh, she, she sounds so she's perky, so though. so happy on the phone. <laughs> she really is a happy gal. What does she do in real life? 
she does, I think, nutrition con- consulting, and um, she's like super into health foods and healthy living. And uh, she's also a yoga instructor, which oh. makes sense. How is she not married yet? She's catch. She's yeah, married. she really is. And I think she'll be a wonderful wife. She will like really care for whoever she's. What happened with, with her and Wes? Why didn't they stay together? Who freaking knows? Let's try to call Wes. Okay. <laughs> this will be fun. He loves me. Oh, oh, this will be great. We can ask him if he listened to the last podcast. With, Wait, did uh, we talk about him? Yeah, you talked about how his failing yogurt project was <laughs> pathetic and ridiculous. You remember that? Oh, no, that's funny. Oh, my God. Look at this picture I have of him on the phone, too, when I call. He likes you, though. I know. He loves me. Oh, gross. <laughs> this is so gross. Take a screenshot of that. Okay. This ought to be good. That's great. Wes Bergen. Hello? Wes. Yes. This is Sarah Rice. I know. My thing my I have to tell you that you're on the air on Brain Candy Podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I, I, I have to tell you I'm in the library school. Let me walk out right now. I'm, that's oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so cute. I like that he's in, in the, the library. library. That's what I do. How do you think I get so smart? Oh, well, boy. <laughs> not coming on podcasts, probably. You, you, you know that uh, everyone else on my phone, their job title comes in as like, I don't know, like, Whatever their job title is, and on your job title it says science lover. Science lover, I oh, love that's it. Yeah. Oh, Wes, you know me so well. I miss you, man. No, How are you? I don't, I don't. I don't remember uh, writing that in. <laughs> oh, did you put that? I in probably there? put that in there. Though. That's what I'm saying. Some, that got there in a weird way. Uh, All right, I'm, uh, I'm outside now, not to be disrespectful to the other library people. It's well, very thanks. considerate. Well, what are you doing at the library podcast? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I've got this uh, big office that I kind of run, but the problem is uh, uh, everyone treats me like it's office hours at all times. So I can, if I have a bunch of stuff to do, I can never get anything done. So I actually hide in the library whenever I've got like a bunch of emails to return. What is it that you do, Wes? Well, say that again. You're working out. What do you do? I own uh, something that's called a, a four-equity business incubator. So think of it like a prep school for startup companies where their tuition is partial ownership of each company that comes to the doors. What happened to the yogurt? Yogurt was uh, one of our first uh, investments, and it uh, it eventually sold to ice cream, so uh, to an ice cream shop. So it doesn't, it's not yogurt now, it's ice cream. Oh, okay. So that still exists. It does, but uh, we got bought out. Oh, right. That's not bad. Man, um, in California, yogurt's all the rage. Uh, no, in Sarah's life, okay, yogurt that's right. is all It's pretty much just me. I probably mentioned yogurt at least once per podcast. Yeah, no, it's not, uh, it's not yogurt anymore, but there's plenty of other yogurt rounds where that's at. Wes, I have a question for you. Okay. You got a question for me? Yes, I do. I want to know why yeah. you think you and I never got along. <laughs> <laughs> why you and I don't get along? Yeah. What happened between us? You know, like us not getting along, I mean it's like it's like fifty percent complimentary. So take take the next couple of statements as nothing but complimentary. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so I tell I tell uh, my entrepreneurs that uh that uh you know, making good decisions is all about taking emotion out of the decisions and emotions are 
kind of like acid on good decision making. So I tried them. I try and tell them to act like a, a psychopath, right? Because psychopaths are really good to work with. They make uh, great businesses. They don't let emotions drain. Uh, Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of think you're a psychopath. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you say that to all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Do you right. think that I'm a psychopath in real life or just like challenge life? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know you in real life, so I would say I would say it probably transcends into real life a little bit. Do you think you're a psychopath? I think that I wish I was, oh. in the sense of like you David. know, I try to be as much as possible, right? <laughs> emotions emotions aren't good in uh, in the business world. So, you know, whether it's happiness or whether it's sadness or anger. Elation of any kind, all those they make you do stupid things. So I try and be as much so not a psychopath. And I'm not talking about like a serial killer. I'm just talking about someone that is distant, distant from their emotions. What about me? What about me? What about me? Sarah is uh, a narcissist. Oh, that's probably true. Yes, Sarah (laughs) is definitely not a psychopath. No, she can't. She doesn't even try like you. I got I got Sarah Pegg though. She's so easy to read. She's like a she's like a coloring book. How so? This is true. How Wes so? has kind of oh broken me God. down a few times, we and go, most of the time he's right. We go through Sarah and I go through waves. Like I bet if we hung out right now, uh, it would look and someone looked out from the inside, they'd be like, "Oh my God, you guys are besties." What's up with that? But uh-huh. it's like going on a camping trip with your best friends. Uh, that's what the shows are like. Going on a camping trip with your best friends. Uh, and then you're like singing songs on the way there and on the way back, you're like trying to kill each other because you just couldn't take that much time in such close quarters with each other. Well, that's what Sarah and I are like. And Wes I and I are that, always uh, roommates. Yeah. So yeah. we and like the first to live couple together. Of weeks, the first couple of weeks always end up great, right? And then, <laughs> and then it's, and then there's like this slow decaying of that relationship. And I, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's it's usually both. comes down to bad decisions I have to make to further myself in the game at Wes's expense. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good way to put it. I would sign off on that description. <laughs> okay. And usually I don't tell him about it, so. Well, how do you feel? What was the year that you did your very first show, Real World? What was the, the year? Yeah. Uh, um, 2005. Okay. Oh, my was, gosh. Was like, so was, that was, was a like, long yeah, time like ago. January. Yeah, it was like January 2005, I think. Okay. So in the last 10 years, how do you feel like you've changed since you did this show? Uh, well, you know, I think there's a lot of things, right? Uh, it's, it's like I, everyone changes over these years, whether you're on television or not. But we're kind of afforded an extra opportunity to see ourselves from a vantage point that most other people don't. Yes. And, you know... Some people really take advantage of that, like, uh, thing and leverage it. And I would like to think that I do in some way, shape, or form. Uh, there was just a lot of things that I look back on, uh, you know, that were just downright immature or wrong or whatever the case was. And, you know, I, and I don't, I'm not too hard on myself when I'm like, oh, wow, that was a really douchey thing to do. But for a 21 year old frat guy, right? Like, uh, that was a totally acceptable and normal thing. Uh, but now as a, 31 year old, you know, gainfully employed business person. I look back and I'm very embarrassed and wish some of that shit had been, uh, I had done it differently. Mm-hmm. Do you, can, I don't know what your last show was. I should probably know this, but 
do you feel like you're just going to keep doing it as long as they'll have you? Uh, you know, I, I want to, but it's not looking good. Uh, so I just raised a round of venture capital to expand my business to Oklahoma. It's been a deal that I've been working on for like a year and a half. So I'm about to move to Oklahoma to essentially uh, replicate everything I've been doing the last half decade. And uh, the amount of money that I'm taking on and the and how uh, how spread thin I'm going to get, I think it's I think I'm, I might not be able to do it anymore just from how spread thin I'm going to be. Uh, Why would so, you want to keep doing it then? I I think it's the you know I I don't know if I've talked to Sarah about this analogy, but I really do kind of like it. There's you know there's all sorts of gems for right. There's gems for your brain, for school. There's gems for your muscle, which are gems. There's nothing, there's no gym for social prowess, and the challenge is it. I mean, what the to go into a situation like that and then to, to be brought back into the actual real world, it's like your social prowess is at an elevated state that uh, other people just don't. You know, it takes them so much longer to learn some of those skill sets. Uh, you know, you, uh, I, what are they called, the EQ, the emotional intelligence, like the you're never gonna. You're never gonna be put in a situation other than a challenge. I'm. I'm, I'm sure there's exceptions, uh, where, where you're you're at a gym for your EQ. That's that. That's that hardcore. Well, yeah, it's so, kind of sink or swim. It's sink or swim, but it's 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 literally. I mean, the challenge is the most apt word there could possibly be for it because it challenges everything. I mean, how you deal with other people, how you deal with the people you don't like, the people you do like, the people you're pretending to, you know, be in between on that spectrum. Oh, I'm exhausted being, from hearing you just say that. You, <laughs> it sounds how, like so how much you deal work. With being, how you deal with being bored, like forced, bo- forced to be bored at all times. How you deal with getting starved. How you deal with, you know, your votes and counting the math behind everything. And I mean, it's like everything. Everything is being tested. And uh, you know, in in real life, you're really only getting tested at one or two things at a time. Right. Uh, you know, like if you're in a particular meeting, you're getting tested on whatever the concept of the meeting is. But in the show, you might be sitting there fucking cooking eggs for breakfast, and you're getting tested on like 15 things at once, whether you know it or not. That's true. And uh, and I would and that and that everything I just described that turns me on. And I have and there's you know I'm going to be sitting on a rocking chair hopefully one day looking back and uh, and no it doesn't pay very much to do it, but I'm going to be looking back and be proud of in situations like that that will make me a better person. It's very insightful. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. have anything that people want to know about you that you want to share with our listeners? No, 
I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I'm I'm an open book. I mean, you do two seconds worth of research and you can find out what I do in my real life. And you do two seconds worth of real uh, work and you can, you know, see what I'm like on TV. And, you know, I'm I'm an exaggerated version of myself on television. Oh, I wonder where you got that line from. That sounds like a real familiar one. Who said that? Me. Yeah, well, I mean, if that, well, like you admitted earlier, I mean, we fucking lived together for, I know. Uh, Right because I know right we've had this conversation like a million times in bed at night while we're going to sleep. And, yeah, yeah, it's true. We, did, we discuss, and... like, we'll have, like, a topic each night. We'll say, okay, let's go around and, like, say what our favorite ice cream is before we go to bed because yeah. we're that bored. Wow. Or tell, yeah, we tell, we tell, Sarah and I have our own little personal goodnight story oh. almost every night. Yeah. Yeah, we trade off. She has to entertain me for 10 minutes and I have to entertain her for 10 minutes this and it's literally, awesome. like, every night. Yeah. There's nothing else to do there, people. Don't judge us. <laughs> no, right. go right ahead and go right ahead and judge us, right? Like, yeah. who cares what people say? Okay, that's true. Long, I mean, like, uh, the, every time they judge us, uh, the you know they pay us more. So I'm a. Uh, they pay us more. They invite us to more stuff. They make it more entertaining. All right, then judge, 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 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go right ahead. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks for coming Sarah, on. do you have anything oh, else you want to oh, know? By the way, let's let's semantically change that. I did not come on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for participating come, come. and being forced into our podcast. Well, Say that again. I said thanks for being forced into our our podcast. The premise of yeah. this episode is cold calling, so we couldn't really plan it, but we're glad you uh, answered. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I'm uh if it didn't say science person or whatever it said as her job title, I probably wouldn't have laughed and then I probably would have <laughs> called her back later. Nice. So this worked out. Thank you, Wes. Uh, yeah, what are you guys up to? I mean, well, you can't just like take advantage of me like that and not give me a story. <laughs> Man, we're just like, I'm in school learning stuff and sharing it with the people on the podcast. Susie's like, what are you up to, Sus? It's just all about the psychopathy with me. I'm just focusing on (laughs) excelling in that department. And I don't mean serial killer, right? Like when I give that analogy sometimes, I don't mean that you're out like killing people. I just, I just mean you're not one. Like you don't even, you wouldn't even be able to describe what emotions really feel like other than the clinical definition that you read somewhere. (laughs) Well, I do a lot of reading, so that does come in handy. Um, It does. You can fake being a, a human. I read a wonderful book, though, called The Psychopath Inside that was about a neuroscientist who discovered that he had the DNA that um, would, it was like latent psychopathy, so he wasn't violent or anything, but he um, had that DNA. And it was very interesting, and frankly, I did relate, thank you, (laughs) because like some people think that Bill Clinton might be a psychopath because he's very charming and likable but it seems like he doesn't have a lot of guilt about things that he does wrong and stuff like that but um i don't think you're right but i respect your opinion (laughs) tweet me uh yeah tweet me a copy of the book that sounds interesting okay i will will. like the link to it on amazon or something i would like to uh i would like to put that on my on my nightstand and get through it and think of you while i'm learning about yeah because it could come in handy when you're if you do do another show then you'll know about people like me it could, it could, and you know they, you know the Bill Clinton thing. It's not, that's not unusual. They say lots of people that are at that type of power got uh-huh. that way. And that's in right. my personal opinion, because emotions make it hard to get to that level of power. Because emotions, you know, you might get angry in your career, make a really big mistake, or you might, 
Uh, I mean, look at Bill Clinton wanting to get a blowjob. That was lust. That was an emotion that if he actually didn't have, he might have gotten out of a lot of trouble. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, they're uh, often, and... psychopaths often like high-risk behavior, though. That's the mm-hmm. problem. So it's not necessarily the emotion, but um, they just enjoy the thrill of it. It's kind of gross. But, I mean, people that do yeah. a challenge obviously yeah. like that kind of beha- like high-risk stuff, too. Yeah, I'd agree. Anyway. I'll send you the link, buddy. I would like that. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Hey, and keep posting pictures of your adorable dog and uh, <laughs> the exciting meat adventures you make in your smoker on Instagram. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm getting so I'm getting so good at that meat. You have no idea. Well, we enjoy seeing my, pictures of it. We love my, seeing your that's meat. My hobby. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, write that down. All right, girls, uh, I appreciated the uh, the uh, phone conversation, and now I'm going to stop pacing around the parking lot of the library. All okay, right, well, you well. have fun. Talk to you later, okay, Wes. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Okay. That was fun. Sure was. I yeah. love that he answered, especially because I saw him a while back, and he gave he was giving all these like new kids this whole lecture on how uh, – he never answers his phone and how the phone is a dead like science or, or technology and how it's like the most inefficient way to get a hold of somebody and how really? blah 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 and i was like he's probably not gonna answer and he freaking did so he really likes you i think i do i really do like wes we, we have like a special connection do you is there anything you don't like about him well, yeah, of course. Okay. It's just like you said, like Wes and I really do have that brother sister relationship <laughs> where if we or like the best friend thing where you hang out for a little while and then, you know, everything's great once. And then you just when you're when you get to a certain level of comfort with somebody, you're able to. And I think also when, you know, I respect Wes and I think Wes respects me, so I I listen when he has something to say about, you know, maybe something I'm doing that's. I don't know, hurting his feelings or whatever, or maybe isn't the nicest and vice versa. So he's like honest and upfront with me and feels like he can say those things. And I feel like I can say those things to him. And I can say, you know, Wes, you're, you know, being a real gigantic big one right now. And he can say, you know, the same to me and yeah, it works. And then we always see each other. We're both good at, at, he has gotten much better in his, uh, recently at admitting when he's wrong and he's good at that i think that's probably the 10 year sort of maturation process oh i know what i want to say that he mentioned i think this is really fascinating because we've spoken with a few challenge alumni who people have been on multiple multiple seasons and they say that the the thing that they really get from the challenge is being able to like look at yourself from outside yourself and be able to adjust that behavior. But I think that there's like a certain number of challenges you have to go on before that happens. Mm -hmm. I'd be really interested to ask some of these new guys if it's like that, because I don't think they see it. I I think it takes a while of being on the challenge. And Sarah Grayson said that Wes said that I've heard that from Johnny. I've heard that from you. I've heard that from a lot of people who have done a lot of shows but I've never heard that from somebody who's. I can't believe Johnny said that. I have seen exactly zero evolution in that human being. So I don't know what Maybe he's he learning. Maybe he didn't say that. Okay. Well, that do- yeah, that doesn't sound. Like if, him. if he did, I would be shocked because not only is he not self-aware and no, has absolutely right. zero interest in intro- introspection, but 
watching him over those years, I have seen oh, nothing right. change. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, if he said that, I would have to debate him on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that um, Wes is absolutely right that I take on that persona in the house. Yeah. But I don't know why he thinks I'm like that in real life. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. But, I mean, I think that's the only way to do it. Is right, it to is sort of the only way be to completely do... divorced from reality. And that's why people got so angry at me when I won because they said I made, you know, Johnny said what I did was heartless. Well, yeah, because you kind of have to do things like that when you're faced with a tough decision. When you're playing a game. When you're playing a freaking game. I, I've never, I cannot wait. I hope he comes on the show. He probably won't because he's Johnny? chicken shit. But Ooh, that would be so fun. I mean, I could do two episodes with just him where I'm like, explain yourself, sir. Because I've never <laughs> met a bigger <laughs> hypocrite in my entire He's life. He's such a, uh, he has such a raging narcissistic personality disorder. So strong that even though he, coming on here, he would know that we were just going to attack him the whole yeah. time. He would still come He on. would thrive on it. He thrive loves it. it. Mm-hmm. And he would definitely still come even though. I mean, I've never heard him say he was wrong. I've never heard oh, him take anything Not back. Not once. Uh, it, it really, it's, and then he He's holds you never to, said he was wrong. And he holds everyone else to a standard that he does not hold himself. And that is the thing that really grosses me out. I can break him down. Like, it would really be a hurtful thing for me to do to, to just break him down. But I can put him in a little box, like, so freaking fast and know it's so much. It's not hurtful it's, because it wouldn't hurt him. He doesn't oh. care what you think. Ooh, but I know why he got the way he did. And I, I mean, I get into parent issues and get into relationships with all that. Like if he wants to really play like the mean guy and like, you know, be such a, you know, dick. All I the time, the then thing I is, totally... I don't hate him. Like he, I, I find him to be enjoyable mm-hmm. when I'm with him. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the way he lives his life, especially in terms of the challenge. Mm-hmm. He is such a hypocrite. Such a hypocrite. Because I play the game of like psychopath rules when I'm there, but I don't mind if you do. Like, right. Whatever. That's what I say. Yeah. If you're going to play like you, psychopath, like, I'm going to do it too and whatever. But don't sit there on your high horse telling me through the whole freaking reunion that I'm a sociopath and that I am the one who is I mean, why, or call me Judas. Oh, you're out of your freaking mind. Johnny why Bananas. does he, why does he say things like all's fair, love, war and challenges, but then it's not true. When he told me that he, cause I brought that up a million times. He said he was saying that to a bunch of rookies and they didn't have the same relationship with him that I had with him. And it was because of but, our friendship. But let's look that at that statement. Fair. That's the all's fair. It's not conditional. Yeah. Right. It's not unless oh, yes. we're really good friends. Really. He was just probably, he probably came up with that genius quote unquote genius soundbite like a month before the challenge and freaking wrote it he on his palm wait. and just yeah. couldn't wait <laughs> to use that one in the house. Just the same way. He can't wait to give his stupid speech at the beginning of it. He, I don't I know. know what, know. what can you say? If he's the grown man and people are still call, calling you, you know, your high school nickname, it's a phallic fruit. I think it's time to like, I don't know, have a long, hard look in the mirror and I wonder what the hell you're doing with your life. But that's just me. <laughs> what do I know? <clears throat> How can we wrap up this episode in a nice, neat way? Hmm. 
you're so much better at that than I mm. am. Well, we have a lot of great shows coming up. We have Theo Vaughn coming Ooh, in. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about who's coming on soon. He's coming in. We're going to do a food episode. We're going to do a wine episode. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Fear. We're going to get... Oh, yeah. We're fingers crossed. I'm trying to get TJ Lavin, host of the challenge here, to talk about fear. Mm-hmm. Thus, we think that's a really great one. People who are fearless. Yeah. So lots of good stuff coming up. Um, please follow us on Instagram, Brain Candy Podcast. And please subscribe because um, a lot of times people click the link like in Instagram and then it goes to like last week's episode because we didn't put the new one up yet. So, But if you subscribe, they come immediately to you and you're good to go. Yeah, man. Subscribe. All right. So, And then you don't have to search for it every time. It just comes right up there and it lets you know, hey, guess what? There's a new episode of the Brain Candy Podcast, and you can listen to it. See? You can just hear the music already. All right. See you next time. See ya. Bye.